So we're going to be chatting a little bit about TikTok, which is everyone's new favorite app, or at least my sister's new favorite app. She's like 16 and a huge TikTok lover, uh, has posters of influencers all over her room and stuff. You, you know how it goes. The, the young teens love their, their social media influencers. But regardless, TikTok is under fire and Facebook is jumping on the opportunity. Let me explain, and we'll get into the discussion. So TikTok has been under fire recently over its data capture and its relationship with the Chinese government, which has led to comments from Secretary of State Mike Pompeo saying that the United States is considering banning a whole swath of Chinese social media apps, including TikTok. So the move comes from a supposed fear of TikTok and other popular Chinese-based mobile apps being forced to share user data with the Chinese government, uh, or at least a, a fear that that might happen. The uh, pressure went as far as India, as an entire country, banning 59 different apps and services developed by Chinese firms, including TikTok, pointing to privacy and security concerns. And they announced that these Chinese apps are, quote, engaged in activities prejudicial to sovereignty and integrity of India, end quote. So that's a, that's a very loaded statement that these, uh, these apps are uh, potentially uh, putting at risk the national security of the country. So TikTok's response was, quote, TikTok continues to comply with all data privacy and security requirements under Indian law and has not shared any information of our users in India with any foreign government, including the Chinese government, end quote. So that's just a little background on the situation. However, uh, what is also interesting here is that Facebook sees this and is going to pounce. They're making a move to fill the video content void in India left behind by TikTok. Hmm. Uh, Instagram, which is a Facebook-owned company, is rolling out their feature or app or a new service called Reels, R-E-E-L-S, Reels, Instagram Reels. Basically, it's a TikTok clone. It operates very similarly, 15-second uh, or less videos that uh, you can record overdubbed with any sort of sound or audio that you choose, and obviously some fun effects to make it quirky and goofy. It's basically TikTok. So head of Facebook India said that it was only natural that Reels was being tested in some of these major markets like Brazil, France, Germany, and India, where video content is already extremely popular. Uh, the head of Facebook's last name is Mohan. He cited a stat that said, quote, videos make up over a third of all posts in India. So there are some indications that there was interest in testing reels in India, even without the TikTok ban. Uh, but really what's critical to remember here is uh, the shift in market dynamic that just happened. India is TikTok's biggest market outside of China. There's 200 million users in India that was in late 2019 that that was calculated. Mm -hmm. So to ban TikTok in the second largest market is a huge blow uh, to TikTok and a huge opportunity for other apps looking to get on the wave of whatever the next generation of Vine and TikTok and the kind of short video content platform is going to be. What are your thoughts off the top there, Tyler? Because I definitely have a lot of takeaways to break down here, but uh, yeah. I want to hear what you think. Well, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's incredibly opportunistic by by Facebook, right? And 
um, <laughs> and I'm sure you're going to get into this here in a second, but, but Facebook, you know, trying to, uh, trying to look at this and, and say, oh, you know, uh, TikTok's affiliation with the Chinese government, you know, um, is, is something that the people should be concerned about is kind of laughable given Facebook's recent history with, uh, with politics and with uh, some of the issues that they've had. So this, this all feels very, very opportunistic on, on Facebook's behalf, just uh, trying to capitalize on any possible thing they can to try to shove out the competition. Cause I'm sure they're looking at the demographics of who uses TikTok versus who uses Facebook. And uh, you know, if the numbers for Facebook or anything like that were a couple of years ago, the, the fastest growing you know, group on Facebook is largely senior citizens, right? And, and people that are, that are a little bit older that were later to that train. But now anytime I scroll through my, my, Facebook feed, it's, you know, people sharing stuff from, you know, my, my mom and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Um, whereas TikTok, of course, as you mentioned off the top, is largely a younger demographic. So Facebook's looking at this like we're not growing in younger demographics, we're growing in older demographics, which doesn't bode well for our long-term viability and, and growth. Um, okay, what types of opportunities do we have to kind of knock TikTok off of their their pedestal here, and this seems extremely opportunistic on their part, and uh, a little disingenuous given um, you know their history with uh, you know uh, with how they police things as well. So you know, I, to me, I look at this as a as a strategic play on Facebook's part, and um, one that is uh, shall we say not necessarily virtuous. Yeah, I mean. I definitely don't think the takeaway from this is wow. Facebook is is uh, looking to bring a uh, uh, egalitarian service to India. Like right? definitely not. Uh, I mean, this is like an opportunity for them to um, take a bite out of a market that no longer has a leader, and they have the resources, the infrastructure, the capital, and the connections to seize this opportunity and potentially become the leader in India. And who knows, it could catapult them to um, having Reels become a major competitor to TikTok. Right. Like you can look at anything that Facebook does and say, oh, they're they're being good guys just to be good guys, right? Like that that has never once been the case. So I have no idea why anybody would would expect for that to be the case now. Yeah, man. It, it, exactly. And um, yeah, and I, I don't even think that's controversial or anything like that. It's just, hey, you need to look at Facebook's business model. You need to look at Facebook's uh, history and you'll understand why these moves aren't like, ooh, this is a, a an exciting or um, a, a beneficial change to yeah. the market. You know, if anything, it could be seen as a negative one, but I think that's still up for interpretation. We need to see how this plays out. Here are a few of my thoughts that I wanted to break down with you. Um, you know, TikTok as a data aggregating app is not unique. That's really my main takeaway from this is there seems to be a lot of fear mongering around TikTok because it's linked to China and there's a lot of tension between China as a geopolitical superpower. I mean, they are the main economic force that has any contention against the U.S. And since we are one of the main exporters of social media technology and services, uh, to have TikTok grow and become a major player uh, is scary. And so, uh, you know, that's not to say that, yeah, like data from TikTok being put in the hands of the Chinese government 
not my favorite idea, but it's also not my favorite idea for any of the data that gets fed through Google or Facebook or Twitter to end up in the hands of the United States government. And that is also a very real scenario um, that is not being talked about. And obviously, Facebook isn't mentioning uh, as we point the spotlight on TikTok as being the big, bad, scary right now. Right. It, it feels like a, a a weird focus on an issue that is much broader than TikTok and much broader than the Chinese government. If we look at the business models of all of our favorite social media platforms and really tech platforms, because Google is definitely included in this, uh, their business model runs on ad data, on targeting, and we share an inordinate amount of data to companies for free, which then gets sold to other companies and used as the backbone for what keeps them financially afloat and uh, what keeps their um, market power uh, as powerful as it is because there is buy-in and there is a network effect from there being millions of users that all want to interact on a platform with millions of other users. Right. And like you said, Tyler, Facebook is a prime data offender. Uh, I mean, we only have to point to the um, Cambridge Analytica scandal, mm-hmm. and that's enough to shake most people's confidence in Facebook's uh, data handling. They had to roll out a whole PR campaign uh, to kind of save face around it. Uh, yet they are the ones capitalizing on this hit to TikTok. So, you know, what does this say about how Facebook use its own data capture and the broader conversation around data capture by big tech if one of the biggest defenders of data capture in recent memory uh, are the ones that are uh, playing into the narrative that TikTok is scary and evil and they're the ones that are eating up our data and therefore we need to ban it and move on to something else and uh, Instagram Reels will save the day. We're like, well, no. Instagram Reels is going to consume the exact same data and probably look to capitalize on the same data in the same way. Right. So it, it, just, it just seems like a like a, a it seems like a, a focused, calculated decision to allow TikTok to fall under the bus for there to be a reassertion of some of the existing social media platforms. That might be a little cynical, but, uh, you know, that's how my brain operates, man. Um, <laughs> another interesting takeaway from this is a huge part of what makes these platforms uh, successful is the buy-in from the customers. So what happens, especially in India, to the influencers, for example, or the entire content flow that people have gotten used to consuming on TikTok? If all of that goes away, is there any guarantee that all those people are going to go to Reels? Is there any guarantee that all of those influencers are going to move to Reels? Um, And if they don't, what is the incentive to get on reels just because it is the same operationally doesn't mean it is the same experience, uh, the same curation or the same community that people want to engage with. And I think that's just as important and could be a limiter to uh, Facebook's move here with expanding reels into India. Yeah, I think that's that's a, I I think that's a, that's a really good point. Like, um, I just Googled the the list of the top TikTok accounts and I actually don't have the app and have absolutely no idea what to do with it. But <laughs> I'm on here seeing that there are people, uh, teens basically with uh, the top one is a girl named Charlie apparently and she has 69 million followers. 
Uh, yep, Charlie D'Amelio. I, uh, my sister definitely uh, consumes her content. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't actually know who a lot of these people are, but I, I suppose the point is, is exactly what you just mentioned: is that there's already a a community here, sixty nine million people following this one teenage girl here on TikTok, and so is. You're right. There's absolutely no guarantee that that entire ecosystem just moves over to Reels seamlessly, and all of a sudden, everyone is just totally cool with that. Like celebrities, basically, have been created through this platform, and so you know, Facebook. You know, th- there's no guarantee that that just automatically transfers over. And so, no, you're you're absolutely right. That's that's just um, that to me is is what's what's very very curious about this. And then last thing I want to point to is, uh, you know, the conversation around uh, data being captured by other mm. social media apps and being fed to other governments isn't just speculation. The U.S. government is actually one of the thirstiest for tech data. So if this is something that scares you as a business owner or as a consumer uh, because you don't want TikTok on your family's phones or on your phone being like the the entrance into some of your uh, most sensitive data. I think you, you know, the royal you out there should be rethinking your entire relationship with a lot of these tech platforms because uh, different governments and different entities want that data. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's only TikTok and only the Chinese government that is consuming that data or is, is um, looking to analyze it for um, economic or political gain. So if we look at the U.S. government, uh, there was a Proton Mail report recently that showed that user data requests from the U.S. government to Google uh, and to other tech platforms increased 510% since 2010, especially for Facebook data. And the U.S. is part of a group called 14 Eyes, which sounds like a like a supervillain organization. So I think I, I petition renaming that because uh, whoever, whoever named that like has not been watching a lot of like dystopian sci-fi. That's like literally the evil group bad guy from <laughs> 14 eyes. It's just too, too good. But regardless, it's a global intelligence alliance with nations like France, Germany, Spain, Italy, Australia, the Netherlands, uh, a lot of uh, European uh, countries. And of the 14 countries, data requests by the U.S. government were higher than all of the other countries combined. So the U.S. really wants their hands on tech data. Well, uh, it, um, a story that, that happened to me recently was I was talking to my dad. He, he I called him on Father's Day. And he was asking me questions about drones, which I don't know a ton about. But, you know, he, he lives in Florida and was like, you know, I'm interested in getting a drone just for, for some work type things. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. So we're talking about it. And he's like, you know, as I've been doing some research, my dad's not a techie guy. He's a contractor, um, has, has done that his whole life uh, and that sort of thing. And he said, you know, as I was doing some research, um, some, uh, you know, some of the things that, that came up was that one of these drone companies is owned uh, by a Chinese company and there's concerns about data being shared with the Chinese. So these concerns aren't just limited to TikTok or to social media apps. People have this concern about, you know, uh, Huawei, the, you know, the 5G um 
uh, 5G platform, basically. Uh, you know, my my dad came across it while looking at drones, and he was like, "I don't know how much that matters." And I think it's a I think it's a useful tool for American owned companies to use to t- try to get a leg up on. Chinese companies just to say, hey, there are concerns about your data going to China. And, you know, people then draw their own conclusions based on that. And I think that's a that's a big stick with which uh, U.S. companies and, and tech companies like Facebook uh, try to use to, I, I think, uh, on some level, create some fear about interacting with a company that is, you know, based in China. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 